All right, welcome everyone to another episode of Behind the Human. I am your host, Mark Champagne, and it's my job to unpack the stories and mental fitness practices of people living at the top of their game personally and professionally. Today, I am speaking with Matthew, who has taken Escape Fitness to a $33 million global business chosen by big brands and independent fitness professionals such as UFC, Equinox, One Rebel, Sanctuary Fitness, and many more. During the pandemic, Matthew has become an advocate for home training and maintaining physical and mental health to persevere in the face of life's challenges. Amen to that. In addition to being a father, he has also started five companies and sits on the board of three companies across the continent, or across three continents, sorry. Um, I'm ecstatic to have you. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Let's jump right in. I mean, it's a bit of a loaded question, but everyone gets the same one and we just roll from there. And it's just, you know, who are you? Who, what <laughs> defines you as a, as a human right now? <laughs> what defines me as a human? That's, a, that's an interesting question, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as, um, as I've been going through this year I've, and, and fast approaching 50, which I, I, I talk about a lot. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of uh, spend quite a bit of time sort of thinking that through. It's been a, I think it's been a very interesting year, you know, like a lot of things that you, you take for granted in terms of who you are and what you do and, and, um, and the life you live you kind of almost think it's going to be there for there forever don't you and and then suddenly yeah. something like this this comes up and 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 you you know you're, you're forced to you know they I, I studied nlp and they talk about sort of breaking patterns and and you know I, I think it's broken everybody's pattern and 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 when that happens you you kind of i guess look at everything re- relationships and what you're doing as, as a as a job and what's important to you and and you kind of really get time to question those and I think um, I think for many people, um, it, it certainly creates a lot of uh, mental turmoil because sure. you know you, beliefs that you've held on to for a long time, you, you then start questioning, and then you know if you start getting a few of those things that that you think, <laughs> well, why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Then then it's a case of okay, well, what what, what is left, you know, and 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 sort of to try and build up from there. So I, I think it's been. Um, and I'm not sort of directly answering your question, but I think it's been a really interesting time to, um, you know, certainly re- realign priorities. And um, I think if you if you run your own business um, or even have a, you know, if, if, if you have your own career within someone else's business, you, you can end up being quite consumed and your identity becomes wrapped up in that. And, um, totally. and, and sometimes that's, there's a, there's a big cost to, friends, relationships, family, um, and, and just health in, in, in general. And I, I think as, as tough as this year has been uh, for ourselves and a lot of people with us, I, you know, it's certainly the, the good thing that's come out of it is, is, you know, really understanding, okay, well, you know, my, my children, my, my wife and family are really important. Not to say they weren't important before, but, you know, you, you kind of really of understand why, why they're important. Mm-hmm. And how short life is, and um, yeah, and and then it's like yeah, God, sorry. Well, I was gonna say it's like it's like uh, you know, spotlights suddenly you know turned on 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 certain aspects of your. I was gonna ask you actually, and, and maybe I still will, just see if there's anything else that comes up. But just having gone through that process, like like all of us, what 
I guess what came out of the, let's just call it like the noise of life and all the decisions and thoughts that we all have to process. Like, are there, you know, two, three things that really stick out now in terms of, of priorities since going through this reflection? I think um, I, th- I think my my family, although fa- family's always been important uh, to me. I, I work with my family. I started the business with my father and um, mm. you know, twenty one years ago, and my my mum, my brothers, my sisters, my sister in law, brother in law. It's a it's a real family business. So family's always been important. But I think you can kind of take family for granted. You know, my wife. She's I I, I spent you know we've been together sort of. 12 years now and and most of that time I was every month I was in another country for a for a week or so traveling and then when we had children that was just normal you know you I went away and we kind of saw each other and then I was recovering when I got back and and then I got preparing to go away again so you so although you you kind of have these people close to you you, I think you take them for granted and and I, I think now just having that extra time to just simple things like reading when my children were younger, they're eight and nine now, and um, just just going to taking them to bed and, and reading a bit of a story to them, which I didn't really do, and I and, and I would have been so disappointed if I never did that. And I think if it wasn't for this, I probably wouldn't have done s- simple things like that. Um, having dinner together, you know, having breakfast together, having sure. lunch because they've been homeschooling, just simple little conversations around the table that. You know, you think, well, these are special moments that when they're teenagers and, and that, they're, they're not going to want to sit and have lunch, <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're going to be off doing Don't things. push so, it too far, Dad. <laughs> that's right, yeah. So just, just real um, important things, I think, when you look back, when you're older and, and you sort of think about, you know, what happened in your life, you, you, it, you know, you'll be very pleased that you you did the things that a lot of people get to the end of their life and wish they had have done as, as simple and uh, simple as it is that you know those are some of the things that have really hit me yeah well thank you I appreciate it and it, it's funny how you know it's been a, a bit of a theme um well on the show and and just in conversation with close friends and family and whatnot and it seems like everyone is really dialing into it's the basics it's the simple things like you said like these conversations but that are so you know they're meaningful they're memories they're they're things that we we never forget Uh, when it comes to i've heard this come up several times now um when it comes to our our health and fitness in general just you know don't make it so complicated like let's just get outside and move you know and and take in you know some of these basic principles that you know, essentially it came from ancestral living, right? And just keep going in that sense, right? So I'd love, I mean, I'd love to get in a little bit more to your story. I mean, why don't you kind of give us the the sped up version of uh, your 50 years on this planet? And I'm just essentially the, what the business is and what you're working on right now. So we have a little bit of context on your background. Yeah, I, I was, um, I, I was a sort of, I was terrible at school, um, didn't really, in fact, the other day I was I was kind of thinking about my my sort of time there, and um, you know I was just I was just totally turned out of, of everything I, for whatever reason, whether it was um, I, I had a very short attention span, and and if it wasn't interesting, I would then just spend as much time as I could creating my own things to do that were fun, and, and that normally annoyed the teachers and and every or the other children and, and used to get me kicked out a lot so I, I wasn't particularly great at school but I did have um you know I, I did have an interest in 
in making things. So we had a subject called woodwork and metalwork, and and um, mm. I made um, one of the. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily proud to say this, and it's not something I'm advising my children. But I, I came out of school with one exam, which was in. I made um, some squat stands, which which um, for my gym at home. Um, okay. So I thought it would be there'd be kind of like a bit of a, a bit of a purpose. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah. Exam, let's, let's make some use out of it. So we cut up some um, some school desks, and I, I made up some squat stands and a, and a, a, a decline sort of abdominal bench. And um, and that was one, my, my sort of one qualification at school uh, that I that I took with me and and but but I always had from a very young age about fifteen fitness um, through through particularly through bodybuilding was um, was was one of the few things I was interested in you know I, I weren't really great or interested in sport to be honest um, um, there wasn't anything at school that got my attention um, and and the, where I live we we kind of lived in a small farm village in the middle of nowhere so it wasn't it wasn't too much to do um okay apart from getting myself in, in into trouble so i so i started <laughs> at a young age a real interest in fitness i competed as a junior in bodybuilding competitions up until i was 21 mm. and then um and then you know kind of drifted I, I guess as a lot of guys tend to do um you, you know sort of hanging out and partying and you know, meeting girls and all those kind of things. And so I was quite a late developer. It wasn't until I got to my sort of mid twenties and started meet girls that were, that were looking for someone to sort of settle down with and thought, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeless. I'm, I'm not somebody that anybody would, <laughs> would, would want to uh, spend any time with or, um, or, or, or have any sort of prospects to them really. So I, so I, I, I kind of had a, a friend, a few friends, parents that that were inspiring and had been quite successful in business and um it sort of my father and i spoke about it uh, he was interested in um in setting up another business he was working for someone at the time and and i was as well and we just we just said look you know if you come up with an idea um let's talk about it and see if we could if we could set up a, a business for the family so his his mm. his kind of criteria was he he had a belief he was from poland his family parents were from Poland and he had a belief at the time that there was a great opportunity in manufacturing in Poland. Uh, he was an engineer and felt that once the country opened up, um, it would be a sort of a good low cost European manufacturing uh, base. And then mine was, was very much sort of in and around fitness. And, um, and that was about it. That was, that was as sophisticated as, as it got. And, um, I, I'm sort of met some friends in a gym who were looking to get hold of some weights and dumbbells and took the idea to my dad thought that they could probably make them in Poland, which is what his idea was. And to cut an extremely long story short, we started to manufacture dumbbells and weight plates and, and that expanded. And we, we went from a, a sort of a spare bedroom in my parents' house to where we are today, where we, you know, we're kind of global business, um, you know, supplying fitness equipment to gyms. But, but still, some, wow. although we were very different, the, you know, some of the basics in, that we started with, you know, still relevant today, really. Yeah. Like how I imagine, cause there were gyms at that time where people were exercising. So I'm assuming, you know, there was already equipment out there and, and options for people to purchase this equipment. Like what was it, what was it that gave you guys the desire to say, Hey, you know what, we're going to throw our, our towel in the ring over here and, and give this a shot. Wrong analogy. That's giving up. I mean, like we're going <laughs> to put step foot in the ring and, and give this a shot. Mm. Well, we had a we, we kind of had this idea, and I, I suppose with all businesses, you got you, you you sort of 
center on a particular idea that we we were both joined up and quite passionate about and so for me I, I used to train in a in my younger days I used to work out in a in one of these sort of traditional bodybuilding gyms and it was split half of it you had the bodybuilders and, and they mm -hmm. were basically focused around building big bodies and muscle and then you had the sort of I guess what was perceived as more sophisticated trainers and these were the olympic lifters so they had the they had the best weights and they used to focus on technique and moving as much weight as they could above okay. their head so these these those were a different group and and for, for whatever reason the guys who did the olympic lifting they always had the these these really beautiful rubber weights and this really nice olympic bars that they used to lock up in a cupboard so they always used to seem as though they had better equipment than us bodybuilders and <laughs> and um and i always used to sit on the bench press looking at them and if, if i ever got a chance you know i'd kind of grab their plates and use it for my workout so there's this weird weird sort of thing in my mind and and so when we came up with this idea it, from my side it was like look i want us to make these really nice rubber covered olympic plates because most plates in the gym and um and dumbbells are all you know these raw cast iron ones and yeah and the idea was like if we can cover them in rubber they're nicer they won't damage your floors and and we could be one of the first companies that creates an affordable dumbbell and, and weight plate and and um and that's what we did that's, that's really where we started and my, my father kind of got quite obsessed about how he could create this sort of this vulcanization process in poland and and make it you know really nice and accurate and, and and things and we went through several years of as simple as it as it was it took several years and we met many companies and many stories and but eventually we managed to find the product and when, when we found it that was really the tipping point and the business just started because i kind of knew i knew i knew people would need this i kind of found you know people that that would be interested in buying it and and we we just sort of hit the road running really once that point but it there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes a lot of, a lot of interesting stories yeah. and a lot of hard work before we actually got to the point of saying yeah we're in business now of course of course if you think back of those to those early days are there any pivotal moments that you know or were just oh that that was the thing that just set this off or wow you know this is going somewhere where we maybe didn't even imagine for example did you ever sit back and kind of ref, like reverse engineer how you got to that the, to, or to those moments there, there was a i think in the very early days um there was a moment where i remember sitting with a friend i used to go out partying with years ago i met for coffee and it was it was it was before anything had happened but we managed to to find this this product this company that had a couple of these items that we wanted and i remember once i because because we'd spent so long trying to find this this um this this particular item or these items that we wanted when, when i saw it i knew that i'd found it and 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 although we hadn't gone anywhere and hadn't even sold a thing i, I just remember sitting down and, and saying from this moment things are going to be different for me I, I i just i just knew it now after that moment it it was that you know that's when the hard work started and and i think i, I think it was more sort of like these incremental gains and, and and that's a difficult thing mentally to get your head around because a lot of people yeah. like like you like you say you know they want to see this big suddenly you wake up in the morning and i've arrived you know and it's it, oh, totally different. but it, that's not reality it, it's it's I think you, if you can be prepared to make these really, really small steps, then over a five, 10, 15, 20 year period, you know, providing you kind of heading generally in the right, right, right direction, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll get a massive jump. But I, 
I think it's a lot of lot of micro progressions really is in my experience that is. So true. I'm I'm really glad you brought that up. And it it reminds me even when when I was running our our, our app, our journaling app, and you know, it's so easy to see all of these overnight successes and all of that kind of scenario. But when you really start p- unpacking all of those stories, the the number that usually came up for me or, or that that surfaced the most was we're normally hearing of those those organizations, and it, it could be anything. It could be a round of funding, or um, I don't know, an acquisition, or like all of a sudden, mainstream is aware of the products and services. There's usually like a good solid five years of work before that no one hears about, <laughs> if not more. Right? Yeah, that's, that's right. It's that's, uh, yeah. So it's 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 you know, again, it comes. I think it comes back down to the back to the basics, right? Putting in, essentially putting in the reps uh, every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to, I I think that's the key thing is you've got to, I guess, set yourself up, um, set your your, your day, your week, your month, your year, uh, where where you you are able to kind of focus on what's important. And and that's very difficult because it's as, as you grow, your business, and and even you know, if you can you can relate this to um, to, to to training and getting fit as well. And and I, I, you, you, there's a lot there's a lot you need to learn. And and depending on mm-hmm. where you are, you you are in a you know like the first six months are, are going to be very different to the next six months, and, and the first year is going to be second next different to the next year. So it's it's kind of realizing sort of where you are, and and then adapting course and. And, and learning from some of your mistakes and changing and then kind of refocusing again. That, you know, it's, it's a constant progress. And I think that's very difficult to do because we all get extremely busy coming back to the original conversation that we had. And, and you can end up getting on this sort of treadmill, um, and, which is going faster and faster and faster. And suddenly you realize, oh, I, can't, I can't get off this because I'm going to fall because I'm, I'm just going, I'm going so yeah. fast and it's in control of me. And 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 it, I think you've got to have that time to sort of step back and reflect. And um, the, the world today's given us plenty of time to do that if if we can use that time effectively. Because um, it's very easy to sort of think, well, you know, everything's going wrong, and I'm you know, focus on 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 how different it is and what I've lost, and, and instead of saying, well, look, let's try and use this time to to, to think in a, in a useful way and, and, and reprioritize and. I've just had so much time to get in, look at information and to think and to, and to go running and think about what we're doing and to plan. And um, as a company, we've really, um, we, we've really made some very important decisions that we've been talking about for two or three years, but just never really got to because we've always got something else to do. And, and I mm. think it's, it's been quite a painful process, again, because you've got to kind of really go back to basics and that's communicating and thinking. Thinking's difficult. Um, everyone... everyone talks about it you know, and assumes it's easy. But now you, if you try and actively think about something for, let's say, even 30 minutes, it's, it's like working out for 30 minutes for your mind. It's, it takes a lot of effort and energy and focus. And then, you, you know, you try and say, well, I'm going to do that every day for 30 minutes. Um, I'm going to focus on my health or I'm going to focus on my business. And you've got to be very disciplined with yourself to, to do that. But if you, if you can use that time, you, you can, you can, as I say, step back, step off the treadmill, make sure that what you're doing is going down the right direction. You know, maybe think about some of those decisions that you made 
instinctively and think, oh, well, maybe, you know, let's just put that on hold for a minute. Let's just spend a bit more time considering that before we go ahead or before we spend some money or be, before we take on this person or, or, or what have you. And yes, things slow down a little bit more, but I think, you know, when, when they do slow down, you're, you're able to make, uh, you're able to sort of consider the next three or four steps forward and I think probably make better decisions, which will mean ultimately you get to where you want to go to a lot quicker than, you know, sort of zigzagging and making lots of mistakes and where you think you're going fast, but you're actually not really going fast at all. So true. So true. Thinking is difficult. I wrote that down. It's And that, man, did, did that ever land for me? Because I, I really feel many, and, and not to their fault, I mean, it's just the way the world has been set up in society, like actually don't even stop the think. It's just autopilot, right? And, or on the treadmill, as you're saying. So I think there's two things. One, to somehow force the pause and and recognize where the where the pauses can be uh, used uh, well. And this pandemic obviously is almost like a global forced pause so that there's a bit of a silver lining on that. But then to your point, it's, it's difficult, right? And it's, you've got to stick with it. I'm curious, just given, even just given the time we're recording this and it'll probably be out in a few weeks. So it's, let's just, let's say, uh, end of November, early December, a natural point to start even planning and thinking about the next year to come, right? 2021. Mm. What, what kind of process do you follow either personally or professionally to find those or, or implement those pauses and, and think? Mm. Well, I, I've, I used to be, I used to be really, um, uh, before I was married, actually, I used to every year kind of have this, uh, used to, probably gone for a couple of weeks actually and start, I, I did a Tony Robbins, I, I did a bunch of Tony Robbins stuff and um, courses and, and okay. leadership academy and stuff. And he had a process of, of goal setting and planning and which I used to do at the end of, at the end of one year and beginning of the next. Um, but I, I always used to find it was, it was, um, one, it was quite difficult to do because there was so much to it and there was all these different areas I needed to focus on. And then two, it was kind of like, okay, well, I did it at the beginning of the year, and then how often was I checking back in? Um, now, that, that isn't the way it was, it was necessarily taught to me, but that was the way I used to do it. And, and so I found over, over time that, that actually it's probably better to, to not, it's this New Year's resolution idea, you know, getting to the end of the year, planning for next year, getting all excited. Um, although I think it's good in terms of getting you focused, I, I, you know, my approach now is to probably look at doing this as an, as an ongoing thing. Just, just regularly oh. reviewing. Now, at the end of a year, certainly from a business perspective, that tends to be when you you reset your budgets and, and things like that. But even sure. even now for our business, we we've moved to um, more focus on quarterly reviews, mainly because the world we live in today. For anybody that's got a business, will know that you know what are we going to be doing this time next year? Who knows? You know, who knows <laughs> if 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 um, you know if we're going to be able to sort of meet again in, in person? Um, what what's it going to look like? Nobody knows. So we so we're starting to now look at. We we certainly want to need a long term vision of ultimately where we're going. I think that, that's very important to have that bigger bigger view, big, bigger vision. But I, I do think that um, breaking things down at least quarterly, maybe monthly, and then even even weekly a, a weekly reflection time is is a lot easier to do. Um, you can correct yeah. things a lot shorter and then just sort of tie that into ultimately sort of where you're going, which I think is probably the most difficult thing uh, for people and, and myself is is um, coming back to my point earlier about thinking. Uh, my, my wife and I, 
we we did a we did a I did a podcast with um, a guy called Mark Victor Hansen. He's written a book called Chicken Soup for the Soul. Um, oh yeah, in, interesting guy. But but he was talking to me about this process that him and his wife used to go through, where they they would spend um, an hour every day just talking about their goals. They'd find a nice place to sit and. And that's all they would do. And um, I thought it was a great idea. I thought, well, that's that's pretty straightforward, pretty easy. So my wife and I, I, I took my wife into doing it, and uh, we, <laughs> we, we we recorded it because I thought well, that would be interesting. And we kind of got to we, we we committed to do thirty minutes to thirty days. We we got to I think we got about 21, 22 days or something like that, and, and we just didn't finish it. And which is very unlike both of us because I'm extremely disciplined, and I'll you know if I've made a goal, I'll, I'll achieve it. But it was. It was just so much harder than what um, what we both thought it would be, but yet we made so much progress in just in those twenty days talking about what we wanted to do long term and what we liked, what we didn't like, and 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 you know as you as you went through it, the things that you thought you'd wanted in the beginning and you liked, you, you, you sort of go to responsive answer. Suddenly it was like, well, yeah, actually, maybe not. You know, we're talking about where we wanted to live and the time and the house, yeah. and, we and you're like, well. You start looking at places and thinking of things, and it's like, well, actually, no, I don't want that. Um, even though I thought I wanted it, I, I prefer this now. And we we kind of started to get really clear about some of those places you're going to, and it and it sort of really struck me to think, well, how many of us just go on sort of thinking that we know where we're going, sort of thinking we know what we want, but if if you're ever challenged about those questions, you'll probably find that deep down you may want something different, and then it's like, well. So now I'm, I'm sort of living this life where I think I'm going after what I want, but I've probably not thought about it a lot. So where you're going to end up, well, you're going to probably end up somewhere that you're not really happy with because you've not so spent true. time to think about it. What a great, yeah, what a great exercise and insight. So have you found something, given obviously the impact of that exercise, have you found uh, like a happy medium of some sort that you can, whether maybe that's weekly week for me, weekly reflection. I don't do with my wife, which maybe I should do that. Um, but personally has been a game changer from, from shifting it to even, or from quarterly or, or yearly. Um, it just makes you, at least for me, it's made me so aware and I've learned so much just in, you know, the five days or, or seven days that have passed it, I'm, I'm always blown away when I, I do it on Fridays, usually around kind of mid afternoon mm -hmm. and just answer three questions. You know, what went well this week? What would I have changed and what can I celebrate? And it doesn't take long, but it, that stuff stacks up. So yeah. have you, have you found um, a bit of a happy medium to, to keep that value going? Cause it sounds incredible. Yeah. I, so there's a few things that I, I did. So we, we, we realized it was difficult to fit it in. Um, and then it was, it was kind of the time we, we, we both work and we got children and everything and that was always difficult and then by the time we got to do it it was late and we were tired and 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 so I, yeah. I i i reconnected with them with mark and his wife and sort of asked them what they did and they they kind of said to me well they make make what they call their sort of happy place so they've got a, a house in the mountains and they've got this got all these sort of like soft couches and and you can look out and watch the sunset and and apparently so apparently it was a place where they said they just they just wanted to spend time, so they so um, they're recommended to to find that place where you know you're almost looking forward to just taking half an hour, an hour, just being in that that space to sort of chill out. So that was that was the first big takeaway. Um, the second thing that um, that I found useful is I've, I've 
you, you, it's easier to do it on your own, but I, I, I do think it takes it to another level when you're doing it with somebody else because you've got to, um, you know, you've, you've got to actually be doing something. It's got to be a conversation and you've got to be moving forward and you, you need to engage your, your, your brain and then you're, you're sort of talking, you're getting feedback from another person. So, so I certainly um, would keep with the point of, of try to do it with someone else because and they're also going to hold you accountable and question some of your ideas to a level that you sometimes it's difficult to do on your own unless you're good at writing on paper but but no we, we um i think the point that you've said which is something that we we may need to try is to say okay look if we can't do it daily which is which is ideal but you know maybe we can do it uh, once or twice a week and so I, i've normally found weekends uh are easier because we've got a little bit more time and we're a bit more relaxed and, and you're in a sort of slightly different mind space. So um, it's one of the things that um, that we need to pick back up again. And, uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll probably report back on how I'm doing with that one. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like uh, I need to be held accountable on this one too because, I mean, we I did uh, probably a few days uh, with my wife where we, we sat down, we picked a Sunday evening or something. But same thing, We right now we have a four-year-old, so it's like, I'm sure, I'm sure I could hear you could relate. It's like, you know, you get them to bed and then it's like, you have, you have an hour or something or an hour and a half left to the evening to yourself. And it's, and, and all of a sudden this like reflection or talk, like the vibe of it is, uh, we gotta, we gotta do this or we gotta versus what you're saying with, um, uh, the, the first example is like, well, no, make it something that you look forward to. I think that's key. Mm. And I'm going to give that some more thought. That's super helpful. And the other thing for a relationship, you know, I, I'm um, I'm speaking as a guy, but in general, most of the people I know are not, they're not sort of great conversationalists. And, and so yes. it's like, it's like well, how, how, how long have you ever, how many times maybe is, is a better question, but have you sat down and just, just had a conversation with your wife about what's important to them? You know, when, uh, some people probably listening like, well, maybe I've never done that apart from when we were dating, which is, yeah. which is quite and so I, I think um, from and, and I think my, you know my wife's very easy to get on with uh, extremely you know she's she's fantastic but just have it just doing that for what it did for her um, kind of had a real different you know to, it, it really had a big and positive impact on our relationship because I I think she you know normally I'm away I'm distracted I'm thinking about work I'm doing this we've got the children and so you know there's never probably she feels that I'm not, you know, not, not as attentive as what I could be. Uh, not that she says anything, but that's probably, you know, I can understand how she could feel with that. But when you do this, it's, it's almost like, well, look, you, you're giving each other that time and it, you know, it definitely sort of brings you together a lot more. And, um, and then, you know, those little times where somebody gets upset about sort of, you know, leaving the fridge door open or whatever. And, and then suddenly those little things just kind of go away because they're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, I could deal with that. <laughs> yeah, Totally. I love it. Well, I bet you didn't think this was going to be a relationship podcast. Neither did I. But it's it's you know there's we, we talk about at the beginning you know what what are those things that are important and if you think about it in in life um, you know for me one of the big priorities is health and it's like well yeah okay why why should health be important you know there's there's other things that are important but whether it's your, with your, a relationship with your um, colleagues at work with your parents with your children with your partner um if you're not in a if you're not physically in the right space um then you're you know mentally you're not in the right place and i think those two things are really really 
you know, really, really closely connected. Um, you know, one influences the other and, and, and vice versa. So if you're if you're in a place where you're, you know, you're, you're generally, you know, pretty, um, you know, got a decent level of fitness, you're, you're eating the right kind of foods, you're getting the right kind of rest and recovery, you feel pretty good about yourself um, because we all know if, if we're not where our bodies are meant to be, we don't feel good about ourselves. So our confidence is low and then yeah. that, you know, you you then use that in a way in your relationships. You're projecting those feelings that you have about yourself and other people, and you're not happy. So, so the the best thing for everybody around you, um, in, in work, business, family, etc., is that you're in that right state. And then if you if if you're in that position, then you can really give a lot to all your relationships. You've got the energy to be a good a good father. You've got the you've got the sort of um, stamina and, and endurance to be able to sort of come back from work and still be in a good mood for your family and still be able to work out because energy is, is extremely important. Um, you know, if you don't bring energy to anything, it's, you know, it's going to be a very different, uh, different result. So I think suddenly if you can put that, if you can get that sort of mental and, and physical health, right. Um, and, and put that first and then, you know, you obviously the relationship with your, with your, your partner, that's really important because you haven't got that. No matter what's happening with your work and, and everybody else, it's 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 not going to be a nice place to live. No matter how much money you've got, um, and then sort of gradually sort of work your way down um, from those priorities. Then I think your your life is just just a lot more aligned. But it's a lot easier to say that than to do it. But now with, yeah. with what's happening in the world, you know, I think we've all got a lot more time than what we had. We're not traveling. We're doing meetings and things over zoom and all that kind of stuff so we have got that time and i think it's it's easy to sort of look at that and and like i do you know you get angry with the politicians that have locked you in and stopped you going to restaurants and all that sort of stuff but i think if yeah. you kind of get over that and think well okay how can i use this time to do something that probably when this is over we're never going to be able to do that again you know my how can you do, your children are going to want to go out and play with their friends well look you've got they're, they're in the house they can't go anywhere so why don't you make those memories and create those relationships that they'll remember for the rest of their lives that you probably would never, ever have a chance to do if, if the world's in a different place. So, yeah, those are really, really great points. And it's a perfect segue because I did want to ask you on a practical level, you know, in, in today's day and, and someone that has been in fitness and just health in general for, for so many years, or it's been such a priority, obviously from a business perspective and, I imagine personally as what you just shared, um, like what, what your routine is looking like and, and how it may have uh, evolved over the, the last few months. And, and just, just to give perspective, this is not to, I always preface this because I'm a big believer in, in, in not prescribing, um, a certain routine or, you know, Hey, this mental fitness or these exercises are the ones that you have to do is everything, everyone's different, obviously. So the idea here is though, is let us know what works for you. Something will resonate with someone else listening on the other side and hopefully it works its way into their routine. So I'd love to, uh, if, if you wouldn't mind sharing a bit of that. Yeah. I, um, I, I think, you know, the way you've sort of lined this up is important for people to realize because, you know, some people could be listening and they're, they're super fit and they've been, you know, training as an athlete and and so they're going to be a certain place and there's others that have probably just life got in the way and they're just starting and they may not be in the best shape so there's there's a lot of different people that you know that, that 
that we could be talking to here. And and but I, I think there's some principles that apply to everybody, and 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 that's what I try and focus on is is the sort of you know these these principles that you know that you could kind of scale. Um, progress and regress depending on on kind of where you are but I think the first thing is is just um, just that that time you know that mental um, that 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 you know getting getting that sort of mental part right in terms of of why why fitness is is important to you because if, if you don't get that if, if you're doing it because it's like look, I want to I want to lose a few pounds I want to kind of get in shape because we're going on vacation or whatever, then it, it's always going to be something that you do. Um, and then you kind of, you, you have this sort of yo-yo effect where I start and stop. So, you, so you've got to, you've got to kind of really understand how it fits into your life and it's got to become a, it's got to be part of who you are. It's got to be part of your, of your lifestyle. And, and that's what I've done for sort of 30 plus years is, uh, and I've gone through different types of training from when I was competing to when I was just doing it for fun and, and every, you know, or, Different challenges and competitions I've done over the years, so so it always changes. But but the thing for me is that is that fitness um, or, or a healthy lifestyle is is really really important for me. Not just because of how I look, which which I like. You know, it's great to have you know six pack and you know biceps sure. and, and look lean on. You know that that's an that's an awesome feeling. But that shouldn't really be why you're doing it. There needs to be other things that that's going to happen over time. But you know, everybody knows that's been doing this. It, this takes years and years and years and years to get that type of shape. It, it's there's no piece of fitness equipment. There's no supplement. Okay, maybe you can have some sort of you know you could take some sort of steroids that will help you get there. But even people, you know, even people that that take you know performance enhancing drugs, you've got to work your your backside off. It, it doesn't just happen. You can't inject anything to you. So. So that's the, yeah. that's the first thing is, is, you know, try and not make it about what you look like, although you will, you will eventually get there and think about how it's going to make you, you know, how it's going to improve your sex life, how it's going to help you improve your relationship with your children, how it's going to make you a better entrepreneur, how it's going to give you the energy to sort of really enjoy everything there is about life. And, and, and just, just kind of get that in your head first. Um, we, we call these, um, we, we do a series of videos within our business that we put out on podcasts called the corporate athlete. Because if you're, if you're a business mm-hmm. owner, entrepreneur, you, you, you know, it's, it's, it's way more um, taxing on your body than, than an athlete. Because an athlete, if you look at some of the top football players in the world, if you look at the amount of time that they're actually playing a game in terms of minutes, it's, it's relatively short. Um, you know, a, a limited number of games and a season. Okay, they do a lot of training as well, but you know when they're when they're when they're performing, it's pretty short compared to an entrepreneur that that probably does 60, 70, 80 hours a week, um, day in day out, year in year out. You know, you've got to be you've got to be pretty fit and healthy to to be able to maintain that level of um, of performance. So if you if you're in business. Um, you know, I, I, I sort of say, you know, think of yourself as an athlete and make sure that you're training and eating and that, and that, that sometimes kind of helps people understand, you know, why fitness is important. So the first thing is get, get yeah. your mental game sorted out and, and, and understand how that affects everything from, from money, relationships, you know, business, the whole lot. The second thing that's, that's, that I put in this order is, is diet. Um, because if your if your diet is not correct and you've, you you don't understand that and i would i would suggest that if if you don't know a lot about fitness pay somebody who does to get you on the right track because we're all different uh, you know, our hormones are different our body shapes are different um you know our stress levels are different 
so so you know go and see someone that can kind of do a good assessment with you and and just help you understand what what are good foods and bad foods what works for you what doesn't work for you and it doesn't have to be very difficult and complicated but it needs to be something that you can commit to um, and you're going to enjoy you know it, it, it can't be like I, I don't like the word diet um, you know because it kind of means giving up the types of food that you want and eating so something true. you don't want to, to, to get you there so you've got to it's got to be part of something you enjoy and my so the food i eat i i i'm always i've got pretty low um body fat um i eat pretty much everything i want but i'm i just happen to be attracted to foods that are good for me and that's that's you know i've learned to be attracted to those you know i wasn't always and every now and again i i you know i eat a little you know i have an ice cream or i have some chocolate or you know but 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 that's that's kind of an exception. Um, you know, normally that happens yeah. if I'm tired or run down or whatever. But you know, my diet in general is is good. Um, you know, eat quite high high protein, um, quite a lot of green vegetables, not too many carbs, uh, a lot of um, you know a lot of water, uh, green drinks, and that sort of stuff. So it's it's nothing super complicated. My wife's a great cook. We just buy good foods, um, try and get it from good sources. And, and that keeps me in really, really good shape. And so I think I think getting a good diet is not difficult, but it it, it does take um, you know it does take a commitment. You have got to invest in. It's, you know, it's a lot cheaper to buy junk food than it is to buy good quality food. <laughs> Big percentage of what we spend goes on food. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think the other thing, and I love you know the idea of of the importance of this the mental game, right? Because I feel like that as well fuels the diet. I mean, if, mm-hmm. because we're surrounded by like the, the game is, is stacked against us when it comes to nutrition. I mean, I think anyone can uh, acknowledge that, that that's studied this space or is interested in fitness and their health in general. Right. So, I mean, you've got to be, your mind's got to be resilient to all of that marketing and like the quick, this quick, that, and, and the garbage that's out there. But I think it's easier if if you have that mental game or that purpose or like you said, the kind of the why behind all of it fueling it so you, you can be triggered or reminded of, okay, you know what, I'm going to pick the healthier option. And then you're a great, you, you're a great example of now all of a sudden, you know, you're, you gravitate to the better choices and it's, it's becoming more intuitive, right? Mm. Which takes time and work. Yeah, your, your body also, you know, what you'll find is as you as you as your system becomes cleaner and less acidic, um, you start to crave different foods. Uh, you know, yeah. I see it in my children, and I know a lot of my children's friends. Um, you know, some of them eat well, some of them don't, and and you could you know you could kind of spot it a mile off exactly what's going on and the type of things they're eating and then what they're craving. And and you know, our children eat extremely well. And you know, if you ask them what they you know what they want to eat when they've got a choice of anything it's they choose the healthy option you know that and and they've they've just sort of learned you know we've helped helps teach them to do that so i think as you, as your body becomes better and and knows how to 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 sort of uh i guess process the energy that they get gets from food and makes you feel good then then you just naturally you know be in touch with yourself and eat good food so i think the diet yeah. um whatever you want to call it but just 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 your the food that you eat Get some advice if you can't, if you don't know about it. Um, don't get too caught up in all these crazy diets and these fads and everything, you know, keto and all that. They, they all have their place, but you, you've got to really understand what you're doing and when to use it and how long to use it. And there's there's a lot of – you can end up – if you don't know what you're doing, you can do a lot more harm than good. So I would say just mm-hmm. keep it simple. 
um, you know, good quality food, cut down on your carbs and processed foods, good quality, clean protein, some good vegetables, um, you know, reduce your sugars and that, and, and you're going to be in a pretty decent place. And then just sort of eat, you know, decent portions that, that you need to eat. And um, and normally if you're probably eating too much, then maybe you're not got the right, you know, that you, you're sort of imbalanced somewhere. Your body will start telling you if you're, if you if your food that you're eating is really is not not sort of um, you know not providing the nutrients you need. So so diet is is ahead of fitness for me, um, and and that will make a big difference once you get your diet right and and uh, get that sorted. Then for me, fitness um, fitness and recovery are, are both closely connected. And the more I've learned about recovery, the more you know you, you speak to some of the top trainers, and they'll tell you, look, before we actually get you working out your body needs to recover and, and you're like, well, look, I'm overweight. I'm, I've not worked out for ages. What do I need to recover? And it's like, look, you know, your, your stress level's high. You've been eating some bad foods. Your body just needs to kind of get back to a balance. If, if we put more stress on it through exercise and if you do the wrong type of exercise or you go and join a crazy hit class or something, you're, you're actually going to be creating more problems than you're solving. So um, yeah. fitness and recovery are very closely connected. And this is where, you know, I'd recommend, Go, go and get the advice of an expert and, and, you know, do your research, make sure somebody knows what they're doing. But you, you've got to make sure that when you get into a fitness program, um, you're not, you know, you're not, you're not getting involved in a program that's not going to help you. And, you know, definitely just, just starting by moving, um, get, you know, creating some habits where I, I would like to say, you know, four to five times a week, if, if you set yourself by, you know, trying to trying to do some movement for 30 minutes, even 20 minutes, even even 15 minutes, because 15 minutes generally leads to 30 minutes and you start feeling good and the endorphins start rushing and suddenly you're like, well, I could do this for, you know, I could do this for another another half an hour or whatever. Totally. Um, so, you know, making it easy, uh, you know, I like to, for me, um, I like to sort of get the blood flowing. So doing a bit of cardio, I, I, I like to run, um, not too far. But I, I, I like to run, put my earphones on, it clears my head, it, it allows me to sort of reflect. So I, I tend to sort of do that first for maybe like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, depending on how, how much time I've got. And then resistance training, um, particularly for guys, it's, it's extremely important to be doing something that's going to it's going to create resistance against your muscles because your testosterone drops. I think it's after about 30, if I'm correct, something like that. And your, your testosterone levels are dropping. Your muscle is is depleting and decreasing and and you know that you know having muscle condition and, and maintaining muscle is extremely important for, for so many different reasons um that you can you know go and sort of look into but sure. as, as guys we, we want to be retaining that muscle so doing a decent amount of um you, you know where you're challenging yourself you don't want to be doing something like you, you want to be putting a, a decent amount of muscle um you know, doing the exercises correctly, but you're actually putting some stress. Um, if I was to say what type of exercises that you, you probably want to be doing is I would, you know, a lot of people like to do their abs and biceps, which which I tend to leave unless I've got time. But things like mm -hmm. your, your squats, your deadlifts, your lunges, your rows, so just anything that's going to do your kind of legs, your glutes, your quads, they're, they're huge muscles. It's, it's an exercise that people don't like to do, particularly when you start putting weight, because it's bloody difficult and it's bloody hard. But yeah, if you can exactly. do that, it, you know, it, it gives you a, a, a kick to your, you know, to your testosterone. Um, 
and, 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 you know, your small muscles like your biceps and your abs, you, you can do that to finish off. But, you know, do the difficult stuff first if, if, if I haven't got any time and I want to be putting put a decent amount of weight on. So, so start with some cardio just to get your body warmed up, getting your heart rate in the right, right place. Then I'd want to be doing some strength training. And then, then a lot of, you know, we, we call it functional training or multiplanar movement. Um, one of the things that our company focuses on a, a lot of products that do this, but a lot of rotational type of stuff um, because your body doesn't work in straight lines. You know, it, it moves around. So using bands or something like a Bulgarian bag or whatever, um, anything that kind of moves your body in a way that it's, that it's going to be doing in, in the everyday life, you know, sort of offset movements sure. and that type of thing. So for fitness, if you can, again, get a good trainer, you don't need a lot of complicated equipment, um, you know, running shoes. We, we sell kettlebells and dumbbells and and sort of, you know, small training tools. And, and you could do everything that you need. You know, I managed to, to work out for about six months this year and I, I stayed in really good shape just by using some simple, inexpensive tools. Um, I don't need, you don't need a Peloton or anything like yeah. that. It's nice, but you don't need to spend all that money on, on something like that you can do it for a few hundred dollars and and make a big difference so that's my fitness and then finally um just really understanding recovery um i've um you know making sure you get enough sleep particularly as you're starting to work out more you need more sleep so this whole you know the, the, the whole thing that you see online a lot a lot of people talking about where you kind of have to work and um you know work hard and don't sleep and all that kind of stuff is is not true and, and what i say to people that question that statement is if you look at some of the most successful athletes now in if you look at um let's say american football over here and, and some of the people that are really you know you've got some great athletes that have gone way past their typical career length and they're still um you know still performing at a high level tennis um american football there's a number of different sports but you know these these guys and girls are doing that because they've they've figured out how to extend their careers and their performance by training right. And the, and the big difference that they're making is they're just not bust, busting their bodies up when they're young. They're getting the right kind of rest and recovery so that they're ready to, to be able to do what they need to do well into their, their, their old later years. So I think, yes, work hard and grind it out and don't sleep and all that stuff, that kind of macho stuff can work for a short period of time. But if you're planning on doing this well into your sort of older years, then you, then you need to be smart and, and you need to be sort of getting that balance between, you know, working out hard and then, you know, getting, getting your recovery. And, and so those are my sort of like four key pillars of a healthy life. Love it. Yeah. Those are great. I mean, I was taking notes aggressively. I'm going to, I'm going to shift up my routine. I think I'm going to have step back a little bit more. I, I probably need some more reflection on my why behind health and fitness. Cause it's, it's, it's something that, I mean, I've thought about it, but probably could use some more time on that one just so I can be a little bit more disciplined on, you know, in those pillars, for example, because I do, I do resonate with, I mean, the, the one thing, right? Like once, once you start eating a little bit healthier, once you start exercising a little bit more and to your point, you know, start with 15 minutes and it increases, like you feel like shit when you don't do any of those things. Like it's a, it's a pretty fast reminder of like, okay, so there is something here, right? Yeah. And it's small, and it's small things, you know, like I, I think, you know, one of the one of the an interesting exercise is is to is to journal, just without doing anything different, but just journal how you feel. Like Monday morning, okay, right? What time do you get up? How do you feel when you get up? Uh, Monday evening, 
how, how do you feel? Uh, middle of the day. And just sort of track your week. Now, at the weekends, it's different. You know, we all, you know, let our guard down. We all f- have fun and everything. But you, you kind of map yourself in the week and in different situations. So, yeah, what am I like? You've got an event or you, you're with your, your family or you're at work, you're in a meeting. You know, how are you mental clarity? How much energy are you bringing to that situation? How do you feel within your body? Um, how do you feel within your mind? And Because what... You know, what, what I don't think people realize is the importance of, of energy. And if you could, yeah. you know, if you look at how much coffee people drink and energy drinks people drink, you know, why do they do that? Well, they just want that little pick-me-up. Well, if, you're, if your body's where it should be, you, you've got, you don't need anything extra. You know, I like a, a nice espresso every now and again because I enjoy the taste of it. But, but yeah. you, you don't, you shouldn't need to put that stuff in your system. So if you, you imagine having like twice the amount of energy that you've got, can you imagine what, how much you could fit into your day or your week, how much you could fit into, you know, you, you, you go to, you know, if you're in going for dinner with some friends and it's at the end of the day and you're tired, or if you, if it's almost like you woke up in the morning and you, you know, you're engaging in conversations and your mind's working, you're having fun and you're, you know, you're a different person. And so fitness and health and, you know, having all these things together, it just makes you a different person and and a nicer person. And I, I think the, the thing to work out is to try and realize for yourself, you know, what where you're playing at the moment, you know, what level of life are you living and uh, compared to when you're at your best, when maybe when you get back up, get wake up in the morning after you've had a couple of really good nights sleep and you've not had too much to drink and what have you, you know, imagine who you are then. And if, imagine if that was what you was every single minute of every single day. And then you can realize what that gap is that you need to, to close and, and improve upon. And, and I, you know, everybody, there's no, I'm, I'm not there, you know, I've certainly got a long way to go and improve, but I think if you can, keep that in your mind then all the all those all those sort of sub goals which is you know i want to look great in my jeans or i want to look great in my you know tank top or on the beach or whatever all those things will just come but they're they're more temporary than than the stuff you know you have to live with yourself every single day of of your life you know you're stuck in this body and and you you want to make the most of it you want to make sure that that's working for you instead of it you know sort of holding you back from things Amazing. I mean, my last question was going to be around prompts, but I just listed out about seven or eight of them. So thank you for for sharing those. And thank you for making some time to chat. This was incredibly insightful. I'll I'll definitely be linking um, your, your bio on LinkedIn in the show notes as well as the company. Uh, and I, I believe before we started recording, you mentioned you, you can provide a discount with some of the products. So thank you. Super gracious of you to, to do that. So I'll make sure that's all in the show notes. Anywhere else you would like people to um, follow along your journey? Yeah, so we, we've um, a company is called Escape Fitness, and we have a, a YouTube channel called Escape Fitness where we put a ton of free resources in there. Um, so, you know, if you, if you want ideas, inspiration from you know, we, we, we have workout programs and exercises from some of the leading trainers in the world, and they talk about some of their philosophies on, on diet and fitness. Uh, we also have a bunch of really simple workout routines that, that, that you can look at. So if you, if you just want to get a little bit inspired or get a few ideas or maybe find some people that you can sort of follow to, to get a, you know, a deeper understanding of whatever it is you want to look at, then I certainly recommend going to that YouTube channel. It's all free content. Uh, we, 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 we only pick... The, the sort of best people that we we can so it's it's um you know you, you're getting genuine information there's no sort of um 
quick fix pills or hacks sure. or like that. It's just, it, yeah, unfortunately, it all comes down. You've got to put a lot of work in, but it, but it's good stuff if you're prepared to, <laughs> to put the effort in. Yeah, that's great. I'll for sure link, uh, link to that. Well, thanks again, Matthew. I really appreciate uh, everything you're doing and, you know, dedicating your world and your time and energy to educating and helping others out there be at their best. It's, it means a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate you, uh, you inviting me on. 